Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. For a brand new year in the cheap seats. We're back to bring you all the best bits from the biggest news stories. And the whole team are back to wrap up the week in showbiz. Mel Tracina is here. Yeah. Exactly. And the wide world of sport, Mr. Titus O'Reilly. Yeah. Plus, very special guest, singer and Eurovision star Sheldon Riley is here. Yeah. So good to be back. Great to have our audience back. Thanks for watching at home. Lovely to see you, Mel. And what a what a break you've had. You, uh... I've been touring. I've been doing shows everywhere. I've yes. been doing heaps, actually. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a big week, hasn't it? It has been an enormous week, big, hasn't it? Big few months at Centrelink for Tim. But <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad you're here. Thanks for resigning from your side job as New Zealand Prime Minister yeah. to be here. <laughs> Very good of you. Yes, my side hustle. But what a week it's been. We, what a week it's been. We start with the royal event that had yes. the whole world hooked. Arise, Sir Homus. Yes, and and the Earl of Bubba Ganoush yes. as well. Very proud. So Obviously beautiful. not that royal event, this one. The coronation of King Charles III. Live Saturday on 7. Live Saturday on 9. Right now on 10 Peach. Yes. <laughs> the coronation was bumped to 10 Peach. And it's still buffering on 10 Play yes. if you want to check it out. And a, a reminder, if you do want to watch the coronation of King Hummus, that's live now on 10. <laughs> on 10 Chickpea. Well worth a watch. You have been busy. We, you have. It's been beautiful. Have we come back too soon? Yeah. <laughs> of course, we're talking about the coronation of King Charles, and around the world, beautiful tributes to the new king came flooding through. Small penis. Small penis. <laughs> like, that's, that's your ringtone, isn't it? <laughs> The coronation, look, it was a major event. Some loved it, some ignored it. I think this man summed it up best. It's a nice thing to happen. Some people don't agree with it. Personally, I do. Prince Andrew's disguise is fooling nobody, is it? Absolutely not. Look, it was a massive week of events for King Charles. And for Will and Kate. Earlier today, Kate and Will rode in a carriage of a different kind than they'd be used to. They hopped on the tube for a ride into the city. Passengers were forced to smash their way out of two carriages. Mind the massive wage gap, yes. I think they said, yeah. The royal fans flocked to Buckingham Palace to camp out along the mall. I have my sleeping bag here and an inflatable pillow, and the police officers have all said, you know, if the worst comes to the worst, you can come into custody. <laughs> No, you're camped outside a palace, but there is room in jail. Yes. <laughs> These fans packed a lot in their tents. And we are the first persons here. Well, we was here on Thursday. We came on the 27th with our friend Carol. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 
They really looked after the Markles, didn't they? <laughs> first class. Absolutely first class. Of course, everyone had different reasons for being there. I'm just excited. I said, we have to embrace the craziness and, and get in the crowds and feel what it's like to be in this, this culture at this time. I think, but I, I'm really excited. What an honour to be a part of the historical yeah. event. Yeah, totally. I want a crazy hat. Okay, great. <laughs> different ways. <laughs> Look, everyone wanted to speak to the campers. Italian TV sent a reporter. They just didn't send a translator. Che cosa hai cenato ieri per tenerti caldo qui con Luisa? Sorry? Ecco, pizza anche tu. Oh, pizza. Oh, pizza. Oh, pizza. Pizza, pizza, ciao. She was there for the coronation of Sir Capricosa, so it was a different function. But all eyes, of course, were on the key players in the coronation ceremony. Crowning glory, the Bishop of Carlisle's key role in the big day. I don't actually have to do anything. OK, great. <laughs> what a scoop. Role. That's how Charles got his gig as yes. well. So. <laughs> the main question leading up to the coronation... When did you discover Hollis? Sorry, yes, no, wrong coronation, sorry. <laughs> No, the main question was, would Prince Harry rock up? And where would he sit? But it doesn't... It's not a good look, is it? If, to be fair, there's a degree of magnanimity here. He's going to be put in the cheap seats. He's not going to be able to... We don't know that. Well, OK, I, I say I, that I metaphorically. I he won't be in the cheap seats. <laughs> Find out Find after out. the break. Nice, nice to get a plug from Jabba the Hutt, too. Um, <laughs> lovely. Of course, Westminster Abbey was full of familiar faces. Michael, just perfect timing. Sam Kerr, our um, soccer hero with the Australian flag there. <laughs> that is not Sam Kerr, and that is not the Australian flag. It is an Australian, though. Good to see Chris Lilly at the coronation. Um, nice, nice that he was able to make it. Arrival of Charles and Camilla. We can see, I think, the Queen Consort is on the left. The King on the left and there. Is it the King on the left? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Sam Kerr on the right. It was a bit confusing. I understand them getting the last King and Queen confused, but these guys aren't even cousins, so that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a hard one. One of the highlights was the parade mm. and the skill of the horses. Because you don't want horses that are going to suddenly sort of start rearing or deciding to go off course or not behaving themselves. <laughs> oh my god! The, the, the horses just run over Carol under the tarpaulin. And, uh, she's out. But all eyes, of course, Mel, were on Westminster Abbey for the crowning of Charles and his wife of 18 years, Queen Camilla. And the two spare Camillas. It was a lovely, <laughs> a lovely touch. So inside the Abbey, Charles made a sacred vow. Vowing to serve the people. He made a vow to eat his bones in hummus. Important vow. Then came my favourite moment of the coronation. Then he is shielded from public view. The screens being brought to the theatre now. Comments are going to love that one. <laughs> one for the monarchists. <laughs> no, the screens were there to shield the king who stripped off to be anointed with the oil. Yes, then the screens were taken away. He emerges from the screen just, you know, undressed almost, and you think, wow. Small penis, small penis. <laughs> It was, a, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> then came a lovely touching moment. 
as the new King Charles was presented with Andrew's electronic ankle bracelet. <laughs> A lovely, lovely touch. It was all about the coronation chair. Underneath ah. the seat, we have the stone. The stone of destiny. The stone of destiny. Stone of destiny. Stone of destiny. The stone of destiny. <laughs> and in a cheap seats exclusive, <laughs> we do have the stone of destiny. Oh. There it is. There. Look at that. We seem to have run out of six different Bunnings for this prop gag. <laughs> we sent five different runners to go get it, and four of them didn't make it. So <laughs> the Stone of Destiny, there it is. Oh, property of Scott Cam. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> no, this obviously, this isn't the real Stone of Destiny. This is the stone I use to stand on to make sure I'm the same height as you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the, st the Stone of Denya. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a very sacred, very sacred item. So we'll pop that back. So worth it. After the coronation, oh, Grant's blood. <laughs> you right down there? You right down there, Grant? Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy. After the coronation, crowds flocked for a very special balcony appearance from their new leader. Channel 7's Sarah Greenolch. Oh, just lovely scenes. Scenes that these people uh, will remember for the rest of their lives, I'd say. Well, I love you too. Hello, sir. <laughs> what a great vibe. What a vibe. <laughs> she was on the stone of delusion, I think, Sarah. <laughs> Not about you. So what was the reaction to the coronation? Oh, oh it was fantastic. Brilliant. Perfect. Brilliant. Unreal. It was worth getting wet for. <laughs> oh. I've said that before. Uh... And I've never heard that before. Um, look, some were happy to be there. It's just amazing to actually be here. Others, less happy. Bit sad I'm missing duck shooting, but oh well. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> the question now is, when will the new king visit Australia? The last time he was in South Australia... The royals were greeted by nearly 20,000 people who had braved the sweltering heat for several hours, waiting expectantly. <laughs> <laughs> th what a vibe! What a vibe! What a vibe! <laughs> well, we'll give the final word on the coronation to the king's son, Prince William, with this touching reflection. As my grandmother said when she was crowned. But said I'm missing duck shooting. We're going to take a break. Back with more in the cheap seats next. Welcome back. You're watching the cheap seats. Thank you for joining us. And a big thanks to our sponsor, Subway. Subway. Exactly, the iconic Subway footlong sub. It even looks huge from the cheap seats. Great to have them on board. <laughs> Nailed it. Well, let's go to some breaking news what? now. It's the return of the Great Australian Dunny Race and the new demand for ladies-only lightsaber classes on weekend sunrise. There's a lot to unpack there. That's from... <laughs> hey, I'm concerned. If there are ladies-only lightsaber classes, how am I going to meet women? Uh... <laughs> I don't, I don't know how. That's from Channel 7 Sunrise. You can, meet, you can meet them at the Dunny Race. You'll be... <laughs> Actually, the leader of the Dunny Race wears the brown jersey, so oh, wow. well worth seeing that. <laughs> that clip, Mel, was from Channel 7 Sunrise, and no one does the news like Channel 7. We'll bring you the news. We'll take some time to explain it. We'll make you part of the conversation. That's, that's the morning show, and when they say the conversation... ...it's me to go to a little class, and I went around the corner and sat in this lady's garage, and yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, I'm over there, 
looks looks beautiful with that doorstop. Doorstop. Yeah, that's a door. I'm making you. I'm making We managed to bring HR into the conversation. <laughs> what was he making there? Yeah, what was he trying to make? Small penis. Oh, small small penis. There we go. There we go. Well, let's cross back to London now for an update on the coronation. Chief reporter Chris Reason joins me once again from London. Chris, you even ran into a couple of princesses this morning. <laughs> oh, okay. That is Channel 7's Chris Reason and our very first winner of. Yes. <laughs> We cover a lot of reporters on our show, so we thought we'd highlight the best of the best of Australian journalism each week. Chief reporter Chris Reason met two princesses, Eugenie and Beatrice. These two were received like royalty rock stars, even happy to offer a, a couple of rare comments to Seven News. A couple of rare comments. This is Chris Reason, the chief reporter. This is going to be a hard-hitting interview. check out those rare comments. The reaction was appreciated. How special is a reception like this today for you? It is, she replied, before AIDS stepped in. What a wonderful, what an exclusive, what comments. Congratulations to Chris Reason, our very first... Head over to the BBC where they cover all the big pop culture stories. Two have amassed, wait for it, 84 million views. And as you told a reporter, Lindsay Doyle, they count Beyonce and Jay Z among their fans. <laughs> Favourite rapper after 50 pence. <laughs> and he's, he's a big fan of A dollar sign app Rocky as well, yes. by the way. <laughs> Thankfully, though, he did catch his mistake. And, of course, when I said Jay-Z, you know I meant Jay-Z, because I am seriously down with the kids. <laughs> He's stiffed to miss Reporter of the Week, isn't he? That was... Look, that's unfair to the BBC. They are an institution of professionalism. That was Bethany Bell in Belgrade there, around the world and across the UK. This is BBC News. Okay, look, they're having some technical difficulties. Let's go to Look North Breakfast. Hello, good morning. We start with an apology. We have got a problem here in the studio with the lights. Yes. <laughs> well, we've been away, so we've missed some big stories over the last few months, like the big Harry Styles tour in New Zealand. Tell me about your sign. Um, so my sign says, as it was, made me paralysed. But look at me now. As always, is a song by Harry Styles, and I was actually listening to it when it came out in history class. I should have been learning, but more important things. And the song just made me feel so overwhelmed and excited, and I was stressed about getting caught, and it basically just caused me to shut down, and it shut down all the movement to my legs. Uh, it's called functional neurological disorder, and it took me a month to learn to walk again. But I'm doing okay now. Wow, so you're back up and running in time just to see Harry tonight. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of excitement, as you can see here today. <laughs> a lot of excitement. Showing off by the journalists to just walk away at the end of that interview. Yes. Talk about what a slap in the face. That was in New Zealand, yes. so you know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a trip.
across the ditch for a while. Oh my god, you've never shown enthusiasm. <laughs> this is great. It's on the auto queue. <laughs> it's been a huge few weeks for yes. New Zealanders. Let's check in to the top story. Life is going to change significantly for Kiwis living in Australia. It's about to become a lot easier for them to get citizenship and therefore access to a wide range of supports. Ah. Yes, top story in New Zealand. You... Don't worry, you can leave. <laughs> this, this is exciting. You could get Australian citizenship. I'm filling out the forms right now. What are the, what are the requirements? And meet the standard citizenship criteria. That includes a character check and basic English competency. <laughs> Never mind. Go well. <laughs> Look, it is great news because New Zealanders are famously very respectful citizens. Auckland Zoo says today's incident when a man entered the rhino enclosure could have been a lot worse. Everyone was startled, including the rhinos. Okay. <laughs> It's good to see Dad again, but there was a bit of confusion. She said spectators assumed he was a zookeeper until he started swimming. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the giveaway. That would be the giveaway, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, the big story this week, we've talked about it all show, Will, was the coronation. How did it play out across the ditch? Well, our Prime Minister Chris Hipkins met with King Charles. Well, not many people can claim to have been gifted sausage rolls from the Sovereign, but our Prime Minister now can. <laughs> King Charles gave your PM sausage rolls. <laughs> it's been a big week again. <laughs> Look, he received the highest honour from the new king. The king gave him a doggy bag on Wednesday. A doggy bag <laughs> from the king. That was the bag was to cover his head because they're quite sensitive around gingers. So. <laughs> Good point. And judging, judging by the quality of those sausage rolls, it was followed by the great New Zealand dunny race. They, yeah. didn't look, they didn't look good at all. Seriously, was it all about the sausage rolls? No, he also met the UK Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak. Before getting down to business. Prime Minister, it's great to welcome you to the UK. Have a saucy, saucy treat. <laughs> I know you like them. How do they compare to the King's sausage rolls? <laughs> she was referring to his fingers. Oh, so. right. <laughs> So, what did New Zealand give as their gift to King Charles? Well, we extended a special invitation. To mark the occasion in Taupo, the town has an invitation fit for a green king. We've got New Zealand's largest worm farm. <laughs> New Zealand's largest worm farm. Not even in the southern hemisphere, just New Zealand, so it's quite small. <laughs> well, what did Australia give King Charles? Well, we gave him a, a lovely handcrafted gift from a local artist. Looks, looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful, beautiful touch. And that was... <laughs> Things arts and entertainment for the first time this year. It's our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM. Would you please welcome Mel Tresina? <laughs> Lovely to see you. Welcome back, Mel. Great to have you back. Uh, you may not say that after you see what I've prepared for. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, now, I didn't actually watch the coronation. Not enough sexy hot singles on an island for my liking. <laughs> but I did tune into the coronation concert. It featured performances by Lionel Richie, Take That, and Katy Perry. But that wasn't enough to keep Queen Camilla entertained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
a watch. <laughs> All night long was more of like a threat for her. <laughs> the flag was at half mast. Charles wasn't looking well. <laughs> Just getting in early. Uh, but let's get stuck into something far more important. Yes. Farmer wants a wife. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's worth remembering that not every girl takes to farm life so easily. Like Annabelle, who found an outdoor lunch with Farmer Matt's parents a little too strenuous. The farm's not always a glamorous place. Will she be prepared to get dirty and hot and dusty and, and cope with it? It's just like I'm not used to like sitting out there in this in the like hot sun. <laughs> She's more used to hanging out with their hot sun. <laughs> uh, Farmer... I feel like Camilla. Um, <laughs> Farmer Brenton's sister was impressed with all the girls he has to pick from, but his dad seemed less comfortable with the whole scenario. Any of you, we would be so happy to have you as our sister-in-law. Like, oh, so nice. like you're all so beautiful yeah. and kind and caring and you're all so lovely. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. guys. Thank it you. means a lot, really. We appreciate it. <laughs> He's like, let's see how they handle that son first. <laughs> Speaking of which, can we go back to that shot of the, of the father? Speaking of spending time in the son, <laughs> he... <laughs> He's been some time in a solarium. <laughs> <laughs> Nine's Lego Masters finished last night, and for a light-hearted show about Lego, no one takes eliminations harder than Judge Brickman. Caleb and Alex, your storytelling today solidified what was happening, and that saved you. <laughs> I'm really sorry, David. Gus. builders. He's actually crying because he stepped on a Lego barefoot. <laughs> He's such a baby, you should go to bloody Duplo Masters, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Too far! Too far! <laughs> While we were away, we had the finale of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, where netball legend Liz Alice was crowned Queen of the Jungle. And she was happy about it, I think. <laughs> That was the coronation I did watch, yeah. by the way. And under her chair is the stone of contractual obligation. <laughs> <laughs> She's watching the press. Liz, we're, we're here if you need, Liz. <laughs> the finale marked the end of Chris Brown's role as co-host. Um, he's moving to Channel 7, and I'm really struggling to see why. One of your loved ones will be crowned king or queen of the jungle. Yeah. But for now, it is goodbye. We'll see you soon. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Get me to seven, mate. Well, we should say on behalf of the Channel 10 family to Dr Chris, if he's watching, good riddance. <laughs> Your reign of terror is over. Now, over the break, Channel 10 and Amazon announced that Neighbours will be returning, which is just classic Neighbours killing themselves off and then coming back from the dead. <laughs> And the big news is Misha Barden from The O.C. will star on the new series. She's most famous for her stellar performance like this. <laughs> as a dead body. She actually just heard Harry Styles as it was, so... Still, more life in her than Harold Bishop. Um... <laughs> now, as your cultural correspondent, yes. I've actually pulled some strings. This is really exciting. I have a sneak peek Whoa. of what we can expect from the new series. Warning, spoilers. 
I actually left my couch and went to Europe where I found myself on a hotel couch watching Serbian television. What? I'm always working. I want to introduce you to the singing competition Zvezde Granda, Serbia's most popular and longest-running reality TV show. My Serbian audience is going to love this. Um, episodes run for three hours. It's such a long broadcast that the judges seem to forget they're being filmed. So this judge is giving a contestant advice and they're all on their phones. <laughs> and why is one of the judges a military general? <laughs> and if you're thinking, OK, surely they're not on the phones when the contestants are actually singing... There he is! <laughs> Swiping right. He's like, I'm sure there's a better version of this on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was Serbian Wordle. Um, <laughs> it was a tough one because there, there were no J's. Um, <laughs> it's always tough. Now, that judge, that last one we saw, was probably my favourite for, for moments like this. So she's having a talk with the contestant and he's passed out <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> As you can see, the judges are just really invested in the show. I don't know if we can get back to the start of that. It's, it's great that we're sponsored by Subway, but I'd love to be sponsored by Sport Cream. <laughs> and that's my week in arts and entertainment. So would you please thank Mel Tresina! It's been another big week in the world of sport and to bring us up to speed for the first time this year, would you please welcome Mr Titus O'Reilly! Oh, thank you. Oh. Lovely oh. to see you. Welcome back. It's good to be back, especially because we get to start with Magic Round. Magic Round. Which is magic uh, in every way possible. It was in Brisbane again and the fans just knew what they wanted. Oh, huge crowd, great games. Bit of fighting would be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit of fighting. <laughs> and we might be getting that fighting earlier than expected. Mateship and marriages will be put to the test. There's no compromise going on here. No, Cowboys will win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, dream on. <laughs> oh, the sexual tension. Yes. <laughs> He's the one wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over the shop. They're all over the shop. Uh, with the high profile of Magic Round, it's just the perfect time to push for a state of origin spot. Reese Walsh, the fullback, also lifting his chances of making an origin debut. The 20 year old was seen vomiting into a bin prior to the game. <laughs> 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 it's, it's so magical. What a magic round. What a magic round. If the NRL come to your town and that's the worst that happens, you have won big time. <laughs> I think that's the trial. You just have to vomit into a bin and they go, you're in. <laughs> uh, now, there's a lot of enthusiasm in Tasmania at the moment with the AFL announcing the state will receive its own team. Who cares what we name it? Just bring people here, bring money in, get the housing crisis sorted, get the government on board. <laughs> No pressure on this new team, just, you know, fix, fix housing. Just a couple of issues. Yeah, the co cost of living crisis. Yeah, I'm, doing, uh, I'm doing peace talks with my social netball team. Yeah. <laughs> Finally fix this problem in Israel and Palestine, yeah. you know. 
<laughs> then we can have a team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were some very good suggestions for names for the team. We've got a handfish down here. It's very rare. It's true. What's it called? The handfish. Tasmanian oh. handfish. So the Tassie handfish. The Tassie handfish. <laughs> I'm sure it'll catch on. I don't think it's going to go well, though. <laughs> Handfish. That was weirdly. That was my nickname at high school. Yeah. <laughs> I would have gone with the the Tassie bin vomit. <laughs> Even weirder, judging by that clip, that was your suggestion. <laughs> Very good-looking guy, wasn't he? See, my fashion in Tasmania right up to oh, date. You're on trend. <laughs> it's considered new. Uh, as always, it was Eddie Maguire who summed up the situation the best. You'd have voted for this, wouldn't you, Ed? Yeah, but it's an interesting situation at the moment. It's one thing voting for free beer. It's also making sure that the knock-on effect doesn't come. So it's great today and tomorrow will be a bit like buying a boat. The best day of having a boat is when you buy it and the next best day is when you sell it. Um... <laughs> I sort of stopped listening when he said free beer. <laughs> God, the buying the boat thing, that's pretty relatable, yeah. isn't it? We all feel like that. Best day is selling a boat. You've always said the best part of owning a Super Maxi is the day that you sell it. <laughs> <laughs> now, racing legend Dick Johnson will be featured on a stamp by Australia Post. Here's what he had to say. What is this... What, you, your face is on a stamp. What does this mean to you? Well, I'm going to get licked. What do you want? <laughs> His name is Dick Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Lick a dick. It's going to be a fantastic promotion. Um, for this audience just looking at you, just so you know, a stamp is uh, something you put on a letter. Yeah. Um, a letter's sort of like an analogue email, maybe. <laughs> something's probably the way. What's an email? Uh, <laughs> look, an email's kind of like... It's like a text message. <laughs> but you do it on a thing called a computer, oh, right. which is before we had phones. Um, I still use pigeons, cos I just find that... <laughs> they're a lot quicker. Titus uses the stone of communication. <laughs> What's, what's that? Yeah. It, it's for you. I'm, I'm still old enough to read hieroglyphics, basically. Uh, My favourite thing is that is actually heavy and just watching Tim go... Oh, yeah. Really struggle. It's made it? of foam. Well, don't... I have done my back. <laughs> now, uh, we're getting to the pointy end of the season in European football and Australia's own Ange Postacoglu again won the Scottish Premier League with Celtic. Here he is winning it. The great man, one of the greatest Australians ever to be born. And I don't think I'm underselling that at all. I think he's doing a handfish there for a <laughs> Now, Celtic fans, they also celebrate, as it was big for them, winning the, you know, the entire Premier League, they're also celebrating King Charles' coronation in heartwarming fashion. <laughs> that was the only chant of theirs we could show on television. <laughs> <laughs> now, in rugby league, uh, Catalan Dragons had a group of bulls as part of their pre-match entertainment, and here's what happened. <laughs> Who knew this could go wrong? <laughs> uh, the bull was quickly captured after just four deaths, yeah. so... <laughs> 
I bet they're regretting the red uniforms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As Eddie Maguire says, the best day of owning a bull is the day you buy. Yeah. <laughs> the next best day is the day it kills ten people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, it's a great. Uh, that may be a strange pre-game event, but not as strange as Gold Coast Suns Matt Rowell. Just getting to know the grass, you know. You've got to be, got to be in sync with the grass. Just get to know what it's like, get the feel of it, get on your hands. I don't think this is going too far. I think this is uh, quite legit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, he's got the munchies. They're calling him the stoner of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually got four stomachs. Bit of, bit of bovine humour for you at home. Uh, the Tennessee Titans drafted quarterback Will Levis this week, who revealed a secret that sums up just about everything that is wrong with America. Will Levis, quarterback at the University of Kentucky, and I have been known to put mayonnaise in my coffee sometimes. I'm sure it's just a dash, so I wouldn't be too worried. All right, America doesn't get to be a country anymore. That's it. I prefer... Oh. I prefer oat mayonnaise in my coffee. <laughs> For the first time ever, I wish the insurrection went ahead. <laughs> And Not on for the, the first time online. <laughs> and on that bombshell, we'll be back right after the break. Would you please thank Mr Titus O'Reilly! <laughs> Welcome back to the Chief Seats. And it's time for our special guest. Sheldon Riley! Sheldon Riley! Would you please welcome to the desk music and Eurovision star Sheldon Riley! Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for coming. It is so great to have you here. It's so exciting. I actually saw you, Mel, at the uh, the oh, business lounge in a, in, a, in a business lounge in an airport once, and I was so nervous, so I didn't come and say hello. Oh my gosh! I don't know if you were there. I would have said hello or something. If you were. <laughs> it is so great to have you here, particularly this week, Sheldon. It's Eurovision week. It is. You were the last Australian to represent us at Eurovision, so you know what this week is about better than anyone. Yeah. How are you feeling about Eurovision? Are you excited? I'm excited. I mean, I got to watch it in real time last year, which is exciting, but, I mean, back to watching at 4am again. Yeah. Why are we in the contest is the question, right? <laughs> I think that's where I we're at. that former contestant going, maybe we pull out now. <laughs> Have we you as the last one? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. So let's talk about uh, last year at Eurovision. What was it like? What was it like in the Eurovision village? Is it like the Olympic village? Okay. Look, I, I, I can't do much. I can't kick or throw a ball. I can imagine this is what sports is like. Yeah. Like people are sort of <laughs> It's kind of like the Hunger Games, but on steroids, and but no one dies. I don't know that I know of. Well, let's remind ourselves of your performance last year. We've got a clip of you in action. So you go and leave the pain and find another way to make yourself another game. Maybe one for all to play, because it's not just me who's not the same. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Incredible. Thank you. Talk me through this situation. It doesn't seem very COVID safe. Um, you see, it, it's not. It really isn't. No. And it was funny because it was during COVID kind of coming down and the number one criticism I got was, take the mask off, take the mask off. I'm like, it's no one else's. It's, it's always just put a mask on. And yeah, I'm yeah. out there doing that. But it was beautiful, right? We did a Swarovski campaign. It was it was pretty stunning. And it was a lovely homage to your home country, Australian milk bars. I thought that <laughs> was a lovely... That's it. I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, let's look ahead to this year's Eurovision. We've got some of the entries for 2023 that we'd love to run past you and get you to cast your eye over. This is Finland. I mean, we're laughing, but he's kind of in the odds to win. He's, he's the, no, no, that's the favourite? Mm, second to favourite. He's, yeah, he's, right. he's very... Everyone's really just, like, loving him to death. Okay. It's like the sweaty, the dad bod vibe, and he's like, party! And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of his thing. So you're saying we should send Barnaby Joyce? Is that what, uh, <laughs> is that what you're saying? It's a good start. Pretty, pretty well. The sweatiest Australian over there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look at Sweden. Gosh. Uh, oh, my wow. inner fan girl's coming out. Isn't she great? So I she's pitched it. to win. That's kind of like our winner. I've already kind of decided that's With a beautiful song being crushed by a flat pack. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is, <laughs> very sweet. That's how we all feel, isn't it? Well, I wanted to show one that um, I found on Tim's computer. This is a contestant from Israel. I'm uh -huh. not sure why it was on his computer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's Noah. She's Israel's possibly the biggest rising pop star their country's had in a while. Uh, what do you like about the song? <laughs> what colour shoes was she wearing? <laughs> What's her name? Her name is Clear Search History. Um, <laughs> I believe. No, that's a that's a beautiful one. Judging by the dance, she was, you know, trying to fit a fitted sheet to a bed. That was her. <laughs> was sort of her lovely moves. We love her. Um, we, we, do, we do love her. Big congratulations to... Uh, uh, <laughs> big congratulations. Now, let's get back onto you, Sheldon, because big week for you. You've just released a brand-new single, ah, Insane. I have, yes. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Here's some of the music video, which you actually directed. Oh, my gosh. I mean... Exactly, that's incredible. What's the backstory behind that song? It's just about when you love someone who only loves you back when it's convenient for them. So I thought naturally I would look like an orangutan with a hair straightener. Yeah. <laughs> Again, a, a, a lot of hair going on. Yes, ethically sourced human hair. Yeah. <laughs> Very, uh, no, no, seriously, we spent a lot of money on the hair. Cause it's a lot, it's 36 metres of hair, so I wanted to make sure it was, yeah, it was all good. Oh, my but gosh. Crazy, right? Beautiful. Look, many viewers will recognise you from shows like The X Factor, The Voice, The Masked Singer. You've even gone, been on America's Got Talent. Yes. Any favourites from the list? Probably the voice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I ended up coming back for All Stars. It makes me sound like a bit of a TV whore, though, doesn't it? So, you've worked with Adam Lambert have, and yeah. Boy George. What I were have. they like? Yeah, they were good. Adam Lambert was amazing. I'm a very big fan. It was great. Yeah. But then they put me in a boy group and stuck me with Iggy Azalea, so that kind of just didn't work out. And I was, like, a little bit traumatised by boy groups. So it was just a big mess. And then I did the voice of Boy George and... Uh, that was really great. I ended up going to the UK to um, stay with him and do stuff, but then he uh, 
wanted to put me in a boy group, so I was like, I don't, I, I don't know what about me reads boy group. <laughs> I was like, look, I'll try it. It didn't work out, and uh, now I'm blocked on Instagram and Twitter by him. But, I mean, it's fine. We, we, we are... I still love him. That's great, <laughs> well, there, are some, there are some great mentors on a Serbian singing competition that I think, <laughs> I think we should hook you up with. Sheldon's new single, Insane, is out now and look out for his debut album later in the year, ladies and gentlemen. What a treat. Would you please thank Sheldon Riley! <laughs>Yeah, you can get in touch with us anytime on our socials below. And staying online, there's a push to introduce digital licences in Victoria. New South Wales and South Australia already have them, and soon we will too. I've got to say, you're going to love it. Like, it's just going to be just woo! It's so good. It's so good. It's so exciting. Woo! <laughs> you're going, the message is to stay polite on the road. A little wave like this to say to other motorists thanks for letting me in, thanks for giving me your park and so on. It's a little, a, little, a little wave across the face. A little king head. Um, he's just lost his digital licence. Yeah. So, um, woo! <laughs> so well, speaking of cars, Tim, yep. you're on a break and yeah. during that break the Australian Formula One Grand Prix was held here on Channel 10, and there was a familiar face amongst the lineup. Ho ho ho! Yeah. Look at that! Right, right, it, right in the sweet spot. Um. <laughs> I love your hand gestures. You're like making a little bit of pottery there, I think. <laughs> I enjoyed <laughs> this small little snippet what? and your mic technique here. Wow. We're going to talk about money in this sport and it's interesting that we've got a bloke who hosts a show called the cheap seats so i don't know if that is the right man for the job but hey you know all about the facts and figures <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to interview a guy who already has a microphone well. <laughs> we're just not used to the budget of having two microphones that's right, that's right, that's right. but it wasn't too bad yeah well it got better <laughs> I would say about three seconds later, this happened. Let's just come along here, back behind these doors. This is the top secret. <laughs> Look out for that. That's when they had to red flag the interview, I think. <laughs> that was beautiful. Anything to say for yourself, Tim? I won't be back. Uh, <laughs> no, that was... Um... I don't know what happened there. <laughs> well, in my, in my defence, it's hard. Live TV providing insightful analysis and walking, not just sitting on a stool reading an auto cue, Mel. There's a little bit of, a little bit of skill involved. Well, As Scott McKinnon demonstrated. <laughs> in your defence, uh, it's called functional neurological disorder. <laughs> See you next week, right here in the cheap seat. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.